Hello, welcome to Blades Pod. It is Thursday, the 10th of November. My name's Ben. On the line is Andrew. Well, I, I, I dread to ask, but how are you, mate? What the hell was that all about, Ben, on Tuesday night? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm tried today. I'm better than, I were, better than I were yesterday and the day before, anyway. I kind of put it out of my mind when I went to sleep on Tuesday night, and then I woke up on Wednesday morning. It took me a little while to remember it, and then I suddenly did remember it. It was like, oh, for God's sake. It was just, like, properly yeah. annoyed again. Um, so we said before the last the last one, the Burnley game, um, sorry, the last podcast, the one after the Burnley game, we said every now and again, you know, I'd throw out a game where I feel like the pressure to, to do justice to it when we talk about it. Well, this time, <laughs> they throw out a game where if you're listening to this right now, give yourself a pat on the back. You are a true Blades Pod aficionado member of the hardcore, unless you're a Rotherham fan, in which case, well. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, make me feel better, mate. Come on. <laughs> I can't, I can't, it were, it were atrocious, it were, I mean it were a terrible, terrible game of football, mm. and people, obviously people, if there's any neutral, even United fans might think you've been fickle uh, by criticising this performance so heavily, but you did think after Burnley that performances were going to go in a positive direction, and here we are with arguably the worst performance of the entire season, I mean there's been a bit of competition, and I think it, all it does is underline how inconsistent we are, this team can beat anyone, and it can lose to anyone, and we've seen that all season really, we, you know, Deserved to beat West Brom recently. Hammered Burnley played fantastic in the second half against Norwich, but put in absolutely appalling performances against Rotherham, Coventry, and Bristol City. And I think the worrying thing for me is we've seen that sort of performance a fair few times in these past ten games. And yeah, I think we, we at the moment we're just an inconsistent team. I don't understand it. I think there's a lot of other times, uh, some of those other games you mentioned, you can point to the team selection and be like, look, yeah. I mean, the Bristol City one, I, I was like, well, what do we expect, really? I mean, the team that we put out there was nowhere close to our strongest game. This was the exact same team that annihilated Burnley four yeah. days earlier. Yeah. And maybe there's fatigue, you know, maybe that was not the right decision in, in hindsight to pick the same team. Maybe it's a mental thing of um, you know the, the team just got so amped up for that one game that it it took a lot out of them in a way. And I just, yeah, I did think. Sorry, I did think that it were almost like we were thinking, oh, something will happen, rather than trying to make it happen. I looked at the clock at twenty minutes and literally nothing had happened. Yeah, like, we, we had like you know I thought we were playing quite well for about five or six minutes and then the linesman's blooming radio yeah. broke for like four minutes and. <laughs> yeah. The game, the game never really restarted. I thought. I mean, no. it, it just. I thought we played terribly. We lost to a bad team in an awful game, and two more players got injured. It was about the worst case scenario. I, I, I don't mean to be bitter. I, I, have, a, I have a really hard time giving Rotherham credit for winning this game. I mean, you know, well done. You, you scored a goal. We didn't. You defended well. We didn't break you down. So yeah, job done. You got three points that you know you probably didn't expect. Yeah, but. I, yeah. I would, I would be much happier if we'd played well and got, you know, just didn't finish our chances and Rotherham scored a counter-attacking goal or something like that. But that's not what happened. We were really, really poor, um, and yeah, I, I, I didn't enjoy the game at all. It was a really Horrible. shockingly low-quality game where the ball was barely in play. It were a League One standard game, um, and I will credit Rotherham because I do think they worked harder than us. I think they, they worked unbelievably hard. They've just come off the back of two two games against Burnley and Norwich where they were fairly unlucky, lost by the odd goal. Um, and they must have been knackered themselves. Six inch, I think they had more injuries than us, so we can't 
we can't point to that. I don't think the injuries and fatigue thing don't wash with me at all in this particular match because they were just as tired as us. Um, and they worked harder than us, and they were fairly. They're a basic side who do the best with the resources they've got, and it were more than enough to keep us out. We look like a, on this particular match, a badly coached, basic hoofball team ourselves. It wasn't great when you're trying to chase the game and you've got Osborne and uh, Basham in midfield. Like that yeah. is, that's yeah. not going to get it done, is it? And uh, yeah, we we were relying on some inspiration, I suppose, and it just didn't happen. I mean. We had a few, like, I mean, shots that the keeper saved. You know, a really good save from the Egan chance right at the start of the mm. second half. I mean, that, that goes in. It probably is a different game. But other than that, we never quite got a properly clear shot away, did we? I mean, McBurney yeah. had, a, had a couple saved, but neither were particularly difficult saves. And I thought in Jai, oh, I hate when we drop in Jai into midfield. It's like, oh, yeah. just keep the guy up front. And yeah, yeah. he just. Uh... Well, this is the, the big issue for me. And this is something I think we really need to look at when the break's on. I mean, from a coaching side of things, is I don't know, we haven't got many options at the moment, but we seem to have one style of play, which is give it Norwood, try and get him to create something, or give it in Jai, and try and get him to create something. Go down the flanks, cross it in, or, you know, corners as it works against Burnley. When that's not happening, QPR at home, I thought, were really similar to this. QPR are far better side, don't get me wrong. But it was that similar sort of thing of, although we had quite a lot of pressure, you know, we had a lot of the ball in the second half, same against QPR, never looked like scoring. And that is something we, we need to find another way when teams close us down or, or you know, close Norwood down. I mean, I don't even think they were closing Norwood down that much to a degree. I think he would, he would come in... He comes to the, when you know United are playing bad when Norwood's at the centre-half position next to Egan because he's coming for the ball deeper and deeper and deeper to try and make something happen. And the other players are going to have to take some responsibility on that. And I know they're not the most skillful Osborne and Basham. I don't expect him to take three people on and whip one in the corner. But we need more than just Norwood and Ndai in these sort of games to open to open these teams up. Yeah, I just... Uh... The long-ball stuff, by the way, were really concerning me because it were... And I don't think that were a tactic from Eckingbottom. And I think I think we couldn't get through their initial press, so we were going long. But I just got the feeling a lot of players were lacking responsibility and just thought, I'll just hoof it up to my burner. Yeah. I didn't... I mean, look, Rotherham had one one shot in the second half. Like They, they mm. didn't possess a threat whatsoever. So I didn't... I, I mean, maybe you saw it differently. You were sat at the other end of the ground. But I didn't really feel like we were putting them under that much pressure, to be honest. No, you know? sorry. You're prob- no, you're right. I, I, what I mean by pressure is we had most of the ball. I, 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 not pressure. Pressure is the wrong term. We, we were... I don't even say we were probing. We were sort <laughs> of just... I don't even know what we were doing. But we the, the ball were in their half more than it were in our half. Let's yeah, yeah, that's but, true. Yeah, we, did, we weren't creating any chances, and yeah, it wasn't waves of attack. Where it went like they were just oh. clear, clearing the box, and it was coming straight back. I mean, part of oh. it was just oh man, I swear the ball ball can't have been in play much more than fifty minutes at the most. I think oh, in this game, it's just so slow. Which is that's what teams do when they when they get ahead, and it's you know I get that it's down to us to to change it, but oh, it's a miserable spectacle. I didn't enjoy my evening at all. I sat in the Bramall Lane. Bramall Lane up too, which is a great view, but obviously not a great atmosphere. I missed the first couple of minutes, even though you know it kicked off like five minutes late because uh, the queues to get in were just absurd yeah. for some reason. And uh, yeah, it took me ages to get out as well. It was like I just want to go home. Like, come on, let me out of this place. But uh, yeah, a great view of a terrible game um, in which I don't think any of our players played particularly well. And then really concerning, obviously Fleck goes off in the first half with. Um, 
I don't know, he, he's got his foot in a protective boot. I don't know if you've heard any more about these injuries, have you? Have no, you? McBurney's also got his in a, in a boot as well. When he yeah, that looked off. bad. That looked really bad. That was it did. Down. I'm a bit worried that he's not going to be back after the World Cup, but that's I've got no inside info on that. It's just, just the way things have gone there. I mean, Saturday's going to be... I, I have no idea what team we're going to play on Saturday. I sort of already... It's almost reminding me a little bit of that Stoke away game when you're thinking, let's just get this one out of the way again. Let's get to this break and see if we can get some players back. But, yeah, it's, um, it's, it is a concern. And I think midfield... We should have we should have improved midfield anyway this season for me. I think the fact that we've... You know, I know we've got injuries and stuff, Doyle's out, Flex out. We, we, I've, we've got... We've sort of tried to replace Gibbs-White with McAtee and Kadra, it seems. Hmm. And the fact Kadra only got on for 10 minutes at the end... Is that for all me, it was? Flipping it. Yeah, I mean, obviously with the injury time as well, about 15. But the fact that he, you know, we brought Sharp and Basham on before him mm. and in, a, in a game where we were creating nothing, it, you know, we were losing at home against a poor side. Is there any point in being here? I'm not, you know, he might improve up until January, but if he can't get him in that game, you do start to wonder, well, what, you know, what's the point if we're going to bring Basham on before him and Sharp on before him? Yeah, I don't know. Who did Basham come on? I think, yeah, he came on for Ahmed Odzic, didn't he? So it intended. Mm. Well, I thought that's just going to be a straight swap, but then he, he goes into midfield, Basham. And, yeah, almost on the wing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, just, that's uh, it's just a, I don't know, a waste. I saw Ahmed Odzic was like stretching his calves out a little bit, so I, I imagine that was precautionary that we Apparently took. Apparently he was sick, but what Ekimot said. Oh, was, was that what he was doing? Yeah, he was it? actually ill. Interesting. He, he didn't know until the match. Uh, he, he were awful. Uh, even the first half, I was, I was saying he he doesn't look right whatsoever. He looks so slow on the third. Yeah, yeah. And it's surprised that he kept him on that long, really, because in fairness to Basham, I thought he did all right when he came on. Uh, like in in terms of what he you can expect him to do. Yeah, that's fair. And yeah, I think I, I do think I think might be going over the top here. I think it's one of the lower moments, if not the lowest moment, in terms of coaching uh, and tactics and stuff since second bottom drain. I know he didn't have any that many options on the bench but like I said to bring Kadra on that way to try and switch it up by just lobbing Sharp up from which would just almost lazy to me just let's put Sharp on see if he can we weren't creating yeah. anything so he's never going to score um, and we need to find a way around that we need to find a way however that is to, to change things up when things on when we're not looking like scoring yeah yeah agree and uh I don't know. I'm just looking at the bench now. I mean, you know, you could even make made a case for just putting Egan up front for a bit. To be honest, like, yeah, you know, if we're going to have to play that that long ball, and as I said, sorry, I think I, I, I'm not sure I finished this point earlier, but with Rotherham only having that one shot in the second half, I mean, do we need that many defenders back? Like, just take a chance. We're trying to get back in the yeah. game. You know, just lose lose a defender and move him up front, or take him off for another midfielder or something. But we are cautious in this. I've seen this before, where you're thinking. We're just doing almost like for like substitutions until Kadra came on. And Kadra, in fairness, was the only one who ran at him. He didn't do any. His, his final product weren't, weren't great at all. But we need. We were quite obvious that we needed a player to run at him. Mm. And and Dye were being marked out of the game. McAtee, what he did two or three runs, but didn't really do anything. Yeah. And and there was just no one to sort of. The only way you can break a team down like that is to try and run past them and and, and do something out of the ordinary. I'd have said to Kadra. I know you've been crap, but <laughs> you, yeah, you've got half an hour or whatever. Just run at them. If you lose it, you lose it. Because that's the only way we were going to create anything. Yeah, do you know what? I I didn't realise that he was only on for those, like came on in the 79th minute. Um, yeah, that's that's not ideal. Uh, no. you know, for, this for is what, what I thought it was for, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because if he's on for that long, I mean, 
he's only going to touch, you know, he's only going to get maybe three or four opportunities to, to run and cross in that mm. time because obviously the ball's not going to be in play that much. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I didn't realise it wasn't that long, actually. Um, and this is what, obviously things can change in January. Uh, obviously we've got another six, seven games until the window, but you, if you can't get on in that game and it's, this is still happening, I, I just don't, I think it's just a waste of alone space and that's not anything against him. It's quite clear that Eckingbottom, for whatever reason, didn't 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 fancy him in a, in a game that is ideal for him. You'd have thought. Yeah, we needed something, didn't we? Uh, yeah, you know, something to change it up. Um, yeah, I, I hate games like this where I, I'm so conscious of like time slipping away. You know, like every time the ball goes out for a goal kick, I'm like, okay, that just you can just strike off another minute there, essentially. Well, no, not a minute. Like thirty seconds is yeah. is going to pass before the ball's in our possession again if that like you know and that's assuming we actually win it back in midfield or whatever but yeah I, I really as a spectator I just hate watching games like this especially when you're a goal down already it's like oh it just gets so frustrating doesn't it just feeling yeah. the seconds disappearing I mean I, this I look- happens because we never keep a clean sheet at home and <laughs> this also happens because our first halves at home are appalling I think we've won one home winning six one home winning six now I know we were 2-0 up against Blackpool but we weren't good in that half we sort of scored two goals and they they scored two goals and you know we weren't good in that half these first halves are absolutely killing us because teams are getting a goal and then, and then that's it and we have seemingly no idea how to break them down unless it's Norwich or Burnley <laughs> two mm. of the better sides and I think a lot of that is because they come out and play and they do give you a bit of space and mm. and they want to win whereas these two I mean it's it's almost like since Birmingham teams have just thought well that's how you get a point against Sheffield United and hmm. we just struggle to break it down yeah yeah very much so um, I just want to flag this I've just looked it up because uh, I had a vague suspicion of this so I would say the last three times we've properly turned on the style, and these are games I referenced before and after that Burnley game. Mm. Middlesbrough home last season, unbelievable performance. Obliterated mm-hmm. them, 4-1. Do you know what we did in our next game four days later? Lost to Millwall. Lost to Coventry, 4-1. Coventry, 4-1, of course we did. Annihilated. Yeah. Fulham at home, obliterated them, 4-0. Next game came out, all right, it was a full week later, came out incredibly flat against Forest and lost the home game uh, in mm. the playoffs. Like, yep. I, I think you can say, well, the opposition was good in that game, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it was such a flat performance. I mean, 2-1 two, yeah. uh, kind of flattered us in the end. You did, yeah. And now yeah. this one, we, you know, these are all under Heckingbottom, so it's just on my radar a little bit, I guess, of like, <laughs> I'm not saying never play well, because <laughs> that's not a recipe for success, <laughs> no, no, but, no, no. you know, if anything, we played too well against Burnley, but it's just, it's just something to be aware of, I think, of, uh, you know, when we absolutely storm a team... How much? How much is that costing us in the next game? Like I don't know. It's just something I'm going to be aware of. It's I think. interesting because I've seen people say we put that much effort in against Burnley, but we were burnt out, and maybe that is true. Maybe, but, but you, that's you know if that's the only way we can win a game, then we've got problems. Yeah, if we yeah. have to go full on, full on, you know, full on every like sort of win, then we have got issues, and we do need to find a different way to do it because we can't do this thing. What we do, we're dropping so many points against poor sides that this that. He's not going to take you up. You can't drop this amount of points throughout the season against these sort of teams and go up. Mm. So we need to find a way to break down or to, to find a different way of playing against the, the poorer sides. Our record against the top six is decent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the t- teams at the top would be... We drew in Norwich. We were pretty unlucky to not win, maybe. I know we lost QPR, but I thought that was more an even game. Uh, beat Burnley. We've Ahmed Reading. Beat Ahmed Blackburn. 
uh, drew away at Luton. You know, we've got decent results again, but then we've dropped points against Blackpool, Rotherham, Coventry, Stoke. You know, yeah. And there's got to be something in that. There has to be something in that. It's not. It can't be a coincidence. Yeah, I mean, I'm totally cherry picking here, but I think you could. I'm just looking at last season. Um, we destroyed Swansea four nil at home, and then four days later, we were very fortunate to beat Blackburn. Yeah, I, I don't know if you remember, we looked awful in that game, and obviously yeah. uh, played the last half an hour with ten men. But um, yeah, and then we lost to Millwall the week after that, didn't we? That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, yes, we did. Oh God, that was bad, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, another. another. And this is what this is what is. And again, people will be saying, "Stop being fickle." You know, we won four, five, one, five, two on Saturday. And if this was just a game like that, you know, one of those things. Oh, can't believe that's classic football. You know, these things happen. But we've seen this performance quite a lot under this management team at home. And we were just away. We saw Stoke. We saw Millwall. All mm. similar sort of performances where we create nothing and we conceded rubbish goal at the other end for whatever reason. The fact that we can't keep clean sheets at all at the moment. Is a. I know we kept two against. We were really lucky to keep a clean sheet against Bristol City, let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, West Brom, you know, fair enough. But we are struggling, in particular at home, to keep a clean sheet. I think the last one were Reading at home. Mm. Uh, Reading with the last clean sheet at home. Um, so we, it's not as if we can nick a game 1 0, like, because we're not keeping clean sheets. We're making awful errors. Jack Robinson again. Well, not just him, everyone's running to the same player. <laughs> Never seen such a terrible goal. He's easily in the box, wild as if. God, I think he's got to be offside. There's no way he's got this much space. <laughs> and he puts it in. And, yeah, I, we've seen this performance seven or eight, maybe even nine times in the past 12 months, and it needs to be rectified, and I just, you know, I hope we can find a way around it. Yeah, we need to ra- raise our baseline a bit. I, I, I really don't have doubts that when the you know when the chips are down, I, I think this team is very clearly good enough to obliterate yeah. a team if it yeah. comes down to but it. Yeah, if you saw QPR, Burnley, uh, Fulham, you know, you need a win and it's a big game. We do turn up. I can't say we don't turn up for big games, which you can accuse Sheffield United of mm. doing in the past when sort of bottle big games. The big games were, were pretty decent and we're pretty up for it. It's these sort of games, Rotherham, Coventry, Bristol City, where you think, oh, yeah, we should win this. You know, Cardiff on Saturday, I, I'm not looking forward to that because it's another game that we should win. But are we going to put in one of these, you know, lethargic, non-entity performances? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, as said, uh, no. sorry, as I said at the moment, we're just an inconsistent team, and I think the last six have shown it. We've been brilliant in one of the games, good in another, half and half in another. You know, Norwich, you know, half terrible, half good, and then terrible in the other three, and that's where we are at the moment. Yeah, I think that's five home games in a row we've conceded the first. Uh, excuse me, not conceded the first goal, but gone behind. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is uh, not a recipe for success, I would I would suggest. Right. Even even with a team that scores a lot of goals like we do, I mean we've come back in a lot of those games. But yeah, stop stop conceding the first goal will definitely help, and uh, particularly against a team that don't have much ambition, I guess, and are very happy to uh, defend a one nil lead, particularly when the opposition aren't really doing a great deal. Um, anything else to say about uh, this game I mean it was an awful game like, I, I just... no and like I say I'm sure if there is Rotherham fans listening they probably would think we're doing them an injustice but it was a, a shocking game of football and Rotherham actually reminded me a little bit of when we were picking up points in the Premier League mm. on the Wilders latter end you know sort of that when we were just sort of just before lockdown we were beating Palace away 1-0 and getting a draw away at uh, Arsenal, for instance. Awful games of football, but probably the only way we could have picked up points by playing like that. So I'm not knocking them for that, but I just 
you know, he one of those. So Saturday I came out and I said, "That's why you buy a season ticket." Tuesday's the one you think, "Why am I buying a season ticket?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, just so. But yeah, yeah, I think this is going to look an even worse result at the end of the season. That's my. Uh, it will do. That's it my prediction. They've only won one away game all season, Rotherham. Um, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, and they are. You know, they probably will go down. I think, they, even though they won, I think we saw why they're going to struggle. Even though they deserved the win, that's how bad we were. Yeah, indeed. Uh, and it, apparently, it's my fault that we lost this game because I mentioned that we Big haven't time, we time. haven't lost to Rotherham in my lifetime. I mean, like, what do you want me to say? Like, it's still true. It was, you know, it was, it was a fact. Like, I'm just trying to inform people. You know, there's a reason Rotherham was seven to one and uh, are probably still one of the favourites for relegation. I imagine they're, they're not a good team, it, and yeah, we lost them because we played lose. terribly. I'm really negative, and I did not think we were going to lose. I thought. Maybe a draw. I did think, I can imagine it being a bit scrappy. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll struggle to break him down. I did not expect a performance that bad, which I think ranks up there. Probably the worst of the season. Coventry were, Coventry and Bristol City were terrible, but I think that probably tops it. I think so. Yeah, I think I think you could, I think I could pull a few positives out of I've even Coventry to be honest. Certainly Bristol City, you know, because we, mm. we defended a lead there yeah. ourselves, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's there's very little positive I can say about this, and obviously the injuries to Fleck and um, McBurney are uh, yeah. alarming. I mean, possibly McAtee as well. Maybe an L. We don't know, do we? You know, we... I assume McAtee was tactical, but I, I think I, I don't so. Know. Yeah, I think so. Again, though, a bit of a bizarre one. I, I don't think he was playing very well, but surely you want more attacking players on. But if you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I worried obviously Saturday that I don't know who's going to play. Not, I'm not going to write Billy Sharp off because that would be ridiculous, but he is struggling. I think that's fair to say, um, to, to make an impact. And I've got this horrible feeling on Saturday of us hoofing balls up to him and mm. not just getting on the end of him. And, yeah, I'm not looking forward to Saturday at all, so I, I really want him to prove me wrong. But, yeah, I can't wait for this break, which is weird because on Saturday I'm thinking, well, oh, this break might be bad for us, actually. <laughs> just, even just because I don't think it's about the play. We might only get two players back, and we might we might not get McBurney back. We might not get R&D back. We might not get Berger back. But these players all quite evidently need a rest. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Um, yeah, so on to Cardiff. Um, yeah, it's uh, one player who will be available for us is Norwood, who did pick up a fifth yellow card but they reset after the 19th game and that was our 20th game so he's in the clear until he gets his 10th but hopefully he won't do that I mean Um, I don't know what's happening with Doyle I mean oh he could be alright you know mm, but he's not even on the bench the fact he's not on the bench I I think we're being careful with him I I don't expect him to play on Saturday either to be honest I I wonder if we'll just take the view of like because you said it's a calf injury which I'm pretty sure is what kept him out of pre-season so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that that probably makes sense to me to, to leave him out but yeah it's 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 hard to know who we actually are going to pick I suppose um, Cardiff have been uh, they're a pretty they're a you know where are they in the league they're like 17th 17th like I think yeah, yeah they, they are pretty much the 17th best team in the league so far yeah. there's, there's not a great deal to write home about uh, inconsistent like us by like I got a few view from and by all accounts in fairness they were, they were missing the three three better player three of the better players against Hull on two yeah. lost to Hull so they're going to be back for our game which is not great but yeah it's another side that you should be which who, do, you know who the, <laughs> do you know who those players are just off the top of your head uh, no, I, no, they did. I, no, I can't. I'm afraid. I did. Have, I have got them written down somewhere, but yeah, not no on worries. There, but yeah. Um, I think, thing... uh, but like I say, they're not a good side. 
Uh, but we've lost the worst side, so... <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Uh, and, yeah, if we play like we did against Rotherham, then uh, I think you can probably chalk up another defeat, I suppose, and mm. hopefully no more injuries. Um, yeah. One thing that did surprise me, uh, they've been Cardiff surprisingly poor at set-pieces this season. They've... Um, they have scored a few, but they have the lowest set-piece XG in the league, which is... All right. That's not very Cardiff, is it? What's going on there? Yeah, I know. Well, mind you, the, obviously, Steve Morrison's not there. Who's the manager now? Uh, someone Hudson, I think. Is it Mark Hudson? Oh, yeah. He's yeah. like an in- interim manager, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mark Hudson. Uh, like I say, it's another one of those games. And again, no disrespect to Cardiff. I'm not saying we're miles better than him or anything like that, but I think we have got a more talented team. Mm. But it's just another one of those games we, we could quite easily win and we could quite easily lose and we could quite easily draw. I, I have no idea what Sheffield United is going to turn up in any particular game, which is not great when you're going for the <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how we respond. Uh, maybe it will just be one of those games like Stoke, like you said, where you sort of look at the team and go, well, this is just going to get brushed aside. But I hope I hope to see a, a much better performance regardless of who's playing, to be honest. And yeah, almost, almost irrespective of how how it actually turns out results wise because mm. yeah after it is concerning isn't it you play an amazing game and then you just play absolutely terribly three days later you know the exact same players play terribly yeah. three yeah. days later and I know that, you know that it, it is a bit of a cliche almost in football and it like oh you beat the best team in the league and then you lose to the worst team in the league but yeah, yeah. It, it, that actually doesn't happen that often I don't think you, know, you, no. you, don't, you don't generally see the best teams losing to the worst team so well, yeah. let's be honest a good side doesn't lose that game to Rotherham and that's I'm not saying we're not going to end up a good side and we're not going to go up but right now I don't think we are a good side I think we're an inconsistent side who can be good and can be terrible we had to get out of that game with a draw like if, you, if you're going to yeah. I can accept a bad performance, but you can't lose that. That's just just pathetic, to be honest. So, like, mm. yeah, it's, it's the most. I mean, it's probably the most angry I've been this season. I'm angry at Blackpool uh, because just that was just a ridiculous game, <laughs> and I'm angry with this because it was just so lethargic. And like I said, I don't think the tiredness excuse measures up because of Rotherham. Rotherham mm. were out. You know, they were. I think they had like four U team players who'd never played before on the bench. They were absolutely at the bare bones with loads of injuries coming off the back of two incredibly tough games at Burnley and Norwich. And I don't think we can just use that excuse to, oh, we were a bit tired because we beat Burnley. You know, it's not... Yeah. Yeah. Some people saying, like, after the Lord Mayor's show and, and stuff, you're only Burnley. We're not we're yeah. beating Manchester <laughs> City away. Did win the FA Cup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, if you're going to get that high about beating a team you're supposedly as good as, then, you know, again, we've got issues. But we'll see. I can't wait for the break and hopefully we come back refreshing a better side because uh, we need to and it's good the, the most positive news of the week possibly is Bogle and Lowe back on the grass because mm, yeah. we had, I thought Stevens would, were awful I thought Jack Robinson were terrible in this match mm. um, and he's made what at least two mistakes in the last two games that have cost us goals maybe he just um, needs half a season to get going it may be maybe he does I'd play Kieran Clark if he's fit I don't you know why not because if we've got three weeks off what's the worst going to happen can happen this is where it cuts to him being out for <laughs> well he's only on loan I mean yeah, yeah I think it's I think it's a good I think it's a good shout that like, let's, let's see what we've got with Kieran Clark because obviously mm. when football resumes the uh, transfer window will only be a few weeks away so yeah get him in we... get him in and if we have to play Stevens again we have to play Stevens again um, because we might have to play Osborne in midfield because there's no one else but yeah I'd, just let's just get out of this give me a point Nil-nil, no shots either way, unless you start again <laughs> after the international break. Uh, well, that was almost what we had in this one. This was uh, mm-hmm. this game deserved a nil-nil draw, I think. And uh, 
I, I just don't want to see Keith Stroud ever again. He's not he's not the reason we lost this game, but it, it, it can't be a coincidence that I think the two worst games I've watched this season yeah. He's been the referee. And mm. uh, you, you have some delightful news for, for me and our listeners as to who the referee is on Saturday, don't you? Yeah, to, uh, I'll do a, 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 an impression of Chad. Uh, sorry, sorry, Noah from Red Off. It's Matthew F. Donahue, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the referee this, uh, yeah, this, this week. Uh, Why so is I'm, there only like six referees? Like... <laughs> six referees and five of them are terrible. Uh, now, Keith Stroud, I think Keith Stroud's possibly worse than Donahue, you know. I mean, this yeah, is famous last words. But... No, he definitely is. Stroud was a terrible problem as well, by the way, as you mm-hmm. said. That's what I, I mean, think. yeah. Some of the some of the decisions we got, like throw-ins and things like that, I was thinking, what are you doing? That has never been our throw-in. Yeah. They, had, they had a clear handball. You know, when is running through. I don't know if you could see it from your end, actually. Oh, yeah, I know which one you mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see it. That's how clear it was. Yeah, you're on the other end. Like, and he's on the pitch about yeah. like two yards away. He didn't see it. I don't know if it were a penalty or not. I've seen the replay back. It's one of those 50-50 ones. I th- probably bottled it, to be honest. I thought it yeah. were a penalty in real time. Um but yeah, he was shocking. A shocking refereeing performance again. Yeah, and five re- minutes at a time. I worry only five minutes. Baffling. I mean, the only. I don't want to dismiss that because of the like. Oh, I think if we'd have played all night, we wouldn't have scored. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, how was the less injury time than the first half? Like, what am I missing? I know, in the first half, obviously, flight went off, and the referees. Linesman's armband, whatever it was, fell off. <laughs> uh, but the second half, I mean, they were going down all the time, obviously, which again, I'm not blaming for. But Bernie were down injured. Um, the ball were out of play far more than it were in play, it seemed. Mm. And then five minutes, like, what? Just, just making it up. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's almost like we don't want to give Rotherham 10 minutes again. So we'll just have five this time. <laughs> I um, Every time I see Stroud referee at the moment, he ends up with both sets of fans singing You're Not Fit to Referee, which is mm-hmm. it really is an achievement, I think. Um, yeah. I'd yeah. love to see scores after the match, you know, when because the managers have to rate him, don't they? Mm. Uh, I'd love to see what he comes out with. I can't, I can't be doing with it. It's in my heart just sinks. I can say, it's not the reason we lost this game. No, he's not. He's I just... I just I just know I'm in for a bad time. Like I'm just not going to enjoy this game at all. Yeah. And obviously, his, uh, his assistants didn't help him out. I mean, people were laughing out loud around the us. The linesmen like... were hilarious. I was, I was genuinely laughing, and I don't usually like laugh out loud at linesmen. I usually like go look at him. He's rubbish. There were a couple of decisions where he's got his flag down, like just. I mean, he's, you see his eyes beading around, like from side to side, like I don't know that way probably. <laughs> Like you've got one job, man. You know what I mean? They were, like I said, they were one in the second half where I think it was, I think he were in die or might have been, he clearly kicked it out, definitely rather than throw out. And he paused for ages and gave it us. And people were genuinely laughing with that. I, I know which one you mean, yeah. Like, yeah. Jai sort of like, kicked his leg through the defender, didn't he? And yeah. just kicked it straight out, yeah. Oh, dear. Anyway, uh, that was. Uh, a level of officiating that was in, in keeping with the rest of the game. It was a, a, a hilarious... Well, it wasn't hilarious at all. <laughs> it was an yeah. extremely low-quality evening. And, uh, well, I suppose we've... Uh, yeah, a really disappointing way to sign off on, um, you know, a month without a home game now. Yeah. Uh, let's hope we can get a bit more cheerful with a more positive result and performance on Saturday at Cardiff. And then, yeah, we're into the break and we will be... You know, monitoring injury updates with with great interest, I suppose, yeah. over those three or four yeah. weeks. Yeah, the thing that uh, you know, I know you said this before of like, well, you know, just just after the World Cup, there's no guarantee we're not going to get more injuries. The mm. thing that 
I kind of realized the other day was like, hang on, a lot of these people are getting injured in training. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no reason to think that we won't be getting injuries while the World Cup is going I on. I think, like I said before, I think if we start getting the same amount of injuries after the break, that is, this is a problem with us rather than just yeah. bad luck. I think, I, I think you could, I think we're bordering on whether it's still bad luck now, but I think that. If if the if we continue with the amount of injuries after the break, there's something going wrong at the, at the club. There's no getting away from that, I don't think, because this three week break is almost like a mini pre season. This mm. is where you get your players up to speed. You know, I mean, there's no need to go in head first into training and sort of, you know, getting more injuries and stuff. I mean, the big worry for me is if McBurney is out for longer than we we out with this injury, and then Endai don't come back from the World Cup for whatever you know if he goes uh, for. For, for so many weeks he's not going to be back for the first two two or three games what are we going to do <laughs> Brewster's going to still be out probably so yeah yeah he'll be out he'll be uh, I mean oh yeah and then we've got a few weeks till the uh, transfer market opens haven't mm-hmm. we when we should absolutely sign a striker on loan um, we need we need to sort them loans I, mean, I said at the start of the season I mean Forrest I think Forrest signed all their loan players in January I think that's right uh, Garner was there already, certainly. Garner I think, I think, I think Spence as well. Yeah, Spence was definitely there. He played in the uh, the game away. But uh, uh, Keenan Davis was a January signing, and um, maybe the another one. Well. Begins with Z. Zinkin Argyll. He, he might have played the full season. I'm not sure. But uh, there's another one. Uh, yeah, anyway, Max Lowe there as well, weren't he, in fact? But they've got good <laughs> long signings, and you have to say so far the only mild success has been Doyle, and um, the rest of them have been. Paul signing so far. Yeah, I, I give Doyle a big tick. He is like a. It, he's just going for injuries. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and he, he well, he's a starter. He's, uh, that's what we yeah. said at the start yeah, of the season. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. signs starting caliber players, and he yeah. is that. But yeah, I can't, I can't debate you on the other ones for sure. Um, well, there we go, mate. Short and unsweet, short and bitter. I've got no else yeah. to say particularly. It was uh, yeah a grim old evening that I'm keen to move on from. So I guess I'll just say thank you again to anyone who's listened. And uh, yeah, do you want to do you want to just plug some stuff before we finish up? Yeah, I've got the view from Rotherham, which I'm sure everyone will be queuing. I think I finally got my website sorted out and we <laughs> delivered that. So thanks for that. Um, and uh, yeah, midweek made was out as well today. At Living we made one, um, mm. just a, a catch up on what we did. Our episode actually, the, the the Premier League episode, the comments on that and stuff. So oh sweet, I'll uh, I'll give that a listen. Um, and you had an article, another article for the Pinch came out on Monday. Didn't oh, you? I did. Yeah, international. Uh, Eleven players who I've seen with my own eyes because I, I, I couldn't go back in time and have like Len Badger and stuff like that. So I didn't see him. Uh, that I think should have been should have been awarded with an international cap that wasn't. Mm, a few controversial selections. Draft, sorry, so, sorry. What was that? Sorry. A few controversial selections. Like, Very controversial. Well, a few selections of me saying I ain't got a left back. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, at the start, I did this a couple a couple of years ago actually um, for, for Den Blades, and obviously it was just as COVID happened, and um, I judged Baldock on it, so I sent it off, and then yeah. like you know, Sam, one of the Sams, got back to me and said, uh, "George Baldock plays for Greece." I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got called up, so George Baldock were going to be in it, but I've had to re- put a last-minute replacement in. Who, who is? Can you remind me who's your right back? Uh, Del Geary now. Del Geary, of course, he never capped was he while he was at the Blades, or never is he ever capped? capped period. No, no, never got capped. Now called up to a squad, but never got capped. That is criminal. I was going to suggest Rob Kozluk there. Is, he could have been your backup, backup Polish. right back. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely didn't play for Poland. No. Um, I've got something coming for the pinch. I think on Monday. I just need to finish it off. 
Um, I'll, I, I guess I can tease it. I am taking a look at... I'm trying to answer the question of whether Illumin and Jai is having a better season than Morgan Gibbs-White did right, last season. Yeah. Um, yeah, very, very detailed breakdown. I'll, I'll hopefully have that finished and, and ready to... Uh, yeah, ready to appear on The Pinch on Monday. So that is... Look forward to that. The Pinch news on Twitter, if anyone's... Or just search for The Pinch, Sheffield United, if anyone's not seen it. And uh, yeah, obviously, Roy's view from .com for all the latest views. I assume you, you'll have the Cardiff view out later this week as well. Yeah, tomorrow uh, tomorrow morning that'll be out Cardiff. They're uh, off and off. Some of, they're, they're basically saying just they don't know what team's going to turn up. They say like they'll lose one game and win another, so... Yeah, I'd rather be in our position than theirs. In terms, mm. I mean, it sounds obvious, but like they yeah. are just they are just hoping to catch fire, I guess, aren't they? And yeah, sneak yeah, into yeah. the playoffs. Whereas, um, yeah, we're we're uh, still in there. Whatever happens, just uh, we yeah. should should really be sat here top of the league, shouldn't we? Yeah, if, uh, if the levels of uh, if the players have played close to their actual levels, and um, yeah, but they didn't, and Rotherham win. So well done, Rotherham. Enjoy your. Uh, Enjoy your three points. Uh, yes. Yeah, I think that's it, mate. So, yeah, there we go. Let's never talk about this game again. <laughs> I feel like I was thinking this. This is like this is gonna be one that gets recalled in like fifteen years of like. Do you remember when we hammered Burnley and then the next yeah, game yeah. we played absolutely terribly? That was that was what ran through my mind. Um, I started doing a thing when when Dan Blaze against just started. Um, I, I did a couple of things for him and I got bored quite quickly of. Game, uh, games you've probably forgotten <laughs> and mm. it were all sort of like a little feature like just matches that no one's ever thought about since and I think that'll probably go in go into that category it definitely will I should say uh, I'll, I'll finish on this now but I believe Ben Wiles is uh, the goal scorer for Rillum yes Eddie, Eddie Colloon's grandson is that right Eddie Colloon yeah uh, yeah Traitor. That's fantastic. <laughs> traitor was that, yeah. Yeah, traitor. I think uh, we were linked with him, actually. Um, and mm. right now he'd walk straight into that midfield that we've got currently out. Yeah, honest, yeah. So. yeah, fair play. Uh, yeah, that's a nice nice little story. Um, actually, I, 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 I really don't mean to be bitter towards Rotherham because I, I have absolutely zero animosity towards them. I know they're you know, essentially about as close a local rival as we can possibly have apart yeah. from Wednesday. Yeah. But um, yeah. Fair play, I suppose. They they came and did a job, and we were unable to uh, ask them any particularly serious questions. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, there we go. 37 minutes is way too long to talk about that game. Uh, so we will get out of here. Longer than the ball we're in play on. <laughs> it's got to be close. Yeah, yeah. I, I did Google earlier to see if this was, like, um, you know, publicly available information. And all I could find was the... Average time of ball in play was 54 minutes in the Premier League in the first few weeks of the season. So I don't think it's a stretch to suggest the ball was probably only in play for about half the time in yeah. that Rotherham game. But uh, yeah, that's that's uh, football, isn't it? You got to you got to you got to overcome it somehow, and we did not. There we go, mate. We'll die to get three points. <laughs> <laughs> you got to at least play. 5% better than terrible to yeah, get three yeah, points. Yeah. Let's hope they can uh, turn up with a bit better performance on Saturday against yeah. Cardiff. And uh, yeah, we'll be back after that one. And then uh, we'll we'll keep doing pods over the World Cup. If, I mean, I haven't, yeah. I haven't discussed this with you, but I assume that's all right with you. Yeah, we'll... <laughs> that's fine about me. Yeah, we'll talk about the latest injuries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, cook, we'll cook up something interesting for those who uh, aren't interested in what's going on in Qatar, who yeah. I, I do not blame you for having that. Uh, stance whatsoever uh, right mate thank you very much for your time as always thanks to everyone listening I will speak to you very soon thank you mate peace out